previously on Chronicles of Starlight. Basic rundown, uh, the MacGuffin is a extremely powerful magical artifact guarded by this thing called the Mandrosphinx. And it has the power to become anything that you require, but it has to be like a need. You go forward and you kind of, the, 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 the motorcycle kind of like lurches a little bit as it like the wheel pops up in front, but it hits down and it goes, and you're good. You're just going because you, you, you pushed on that ignition real hard. And just as you guys are leaving, the dragon is right where you guys had left and he has stabbed the earth and he's... Yeehaw. Ha ha. Do yeah. it, and yeah. it is D and 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 80s! Oh Pad- no, it's the 80s! Pads is! And, uh, you stole a motorcycle from a dragon dude, and you are riding off into the distance to, uh, go to claim the MacGuffin from the, uh, Mandro Sphinx and oh, his pyramid. Oh, I actually hear the cat now! Uh-oh. Oh no! No! Preloading cat! <laughs> yeah, you're on a mission to claim uh, the MacGuffin from the Pyramid of the Mandro Sphinx. He's in the hallway. He's, he's just hanging out in the hallway. This cat's just hanging yeah. out in the hallway. Your random cat that's not yours? Yeah. She comes here a lot, and it's like, we just accepted it. She's been coming here like Yeah, that's how it be. Now. That's how it be sometimes. All right. And you have found Rad, and he's all cool and stuff, and looks cool and stuff. And uh, you guys are currently riding off into the distance towards um, towards the Mandro Sphinx's pyramid, where the MacGuffin is at, and you're going to go claim it and stuff. I've said this like three times now. Anyways, yes. Um, but it's basically like miles and miles of this, um, like dark red maroon geometry landscape. What, like Tron? Kinda, yeah. Kinda Tron-like. Kinda unrendered blender graphics kinda look to it. Like like someone just threw down some uh, polygons everywhere. Didn't, didn't bother to make it clean. Neat. A really old wireframe game or something. Yeah, kind of like wireframe, but like um, it's th- the wireframes have faces on them, and they're like textured. Wireframe banjo kazooie. I'm guessing that's a meme. The the way that you presented that. 
I don't know. <laughs> it, it can be if you want it to be. I, I don't. No, no, no. Think more like Star Fox levels of polygons. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You said there were faces on things, so I oh I went to like or in Banjo Kazooie, everything has eyes. No, 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 not that kind of face. Like, I mean, a, a geometric face. Yeah, okay. geometric face. That 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 that's what they call it in uh, Blender because I tried to make a thing in Blender one time and I was like, oh, this is this is way too hard for my tiny brain. My uh, dumbass brain can't visualize things in 3d i used to have like 3d classes in my game design study and like fucking hard yeah that visualization is a fucking hard degree to get and i applaud anyone that is trying for it so uh shout outs to uh, here let me just throw it into chat i don't know if i ever want to post this online so anyone listening is just gonna have to imagine this based on everyone's um uh, oh god. There's <laughs> other everyone's reactions to it. <laughs> yep, I tried really hard. That's what I made! That's beautiful. <laughs> no, it's not. I could only get one- Shut your ass up. Art is subjective. Well, I- you, you should subject this to some, like, uh, extreme criticism because it is horrifying. I could only get one thing painted textured right. And I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to get everything textured at the same time. And I tried to render it, and it was like, nope, you're not going to render this thing. I'm like, why? Well, you see, this is way more complicated than any 3D model I ever tried to make. The most complicated 3D model I was capable of making was a Reese's cup. A peanut butter cup, Vivian. Didn't even have a face on it. It wasn't even textured. You just fill bucket brown. Well, I didn't figure that out. <laughs> I gave up before I got to that point. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. That's how good I am at 3D modeling, and that is why I am a 2D artist and not a 3D <laughs> artist. Akka, do you have anything to contribute to this conversation? What's art? <laughs> Stuff you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my relationship with it. <laughs> You guys are on the road, riding into the distance with your good friend, Radiculio Awesome Possum, and his friend, uh, Cheetara, the mute cheetah who is running real good fast and stuff. He uh, is riding on his skateboard, which is real cool looking. <laughs> uh, he kind of sidles on up to you guys on your motorcycle that you definitely stole. Um, so, um, everyone's got a reason to give them a guffin. Uh, is there, is there something that you guys, like, had in mind to, like, use it for? Like, like, what's your reason for questing? Save the universe? Uh, that sounds pretty good. I mean, my, my reason's not as grand as that, but, you know... Well, things change a lot in the very recent future, and you'll probably understand why soon. Well, shit, maybe I should change mine, uh, wish to save in the, the <laughs> save in the universe as well. Well, I'm sure that's what your, your, uh, future self's wish is, but what were you gonna use it for? Just curious. Well, I kind of wanted to meet my dad again. 
Oh, yeah? Well, uh, uh, I don't really know what dads are like. What, what was he like? He, he was a real cool dude. Just, um, just real chill. I learned a lot about how to be cool from him. But one day he he just left. He said he had to leave and he had to go find something. He He lost it and he had to leave and... I think he's either... <laughs> God damn it. You can't just post ooh-woo, Battle of the Bulge in the memes while I'm trying to do a dramatic moment here. Excuse me, it's oh-woo. I mean, oh-woo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he lost something. He lost... I think it was a salt shaker, but I may have heard him wrong. Oh. I, I don't know, I guess it means I'm so like... sorry. I, I guess it I guess it meant a lot to him, so so he left. Man, I'm sorry. I know you loved him, but if he left you over a salt shaker, uh well, I don't think my uh first impression of him is very good. He sounds kind of like a jerk, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I I, I I've kinda come to terms with that a little bit, but um he's still my dad, you know? I I, I want to get back in touch with him and maybe figure out why that thing was so important. Well, maybe you still can. I mean, it's not like the MacGuffin is like a one-use thing. It is. Oh, it is? It is. It absolutely is. Well, well then. Didn't know that! (laughs) That's what I get for assuming, I guess. Yeah. Assuming makes an ass out of you and me. That does. And old, uh... Kitara over here, uh, she's just kind of helping me out find my dad. That's all. I mean, she could probably use the MacGuffin to get her voice back, but... And and Kitara, like, gives a big shrug and, like, kind of, like, plays a little bit on the Kitara. (laughs) Am I conveying the emotions right of a Kitara through my mouth? Uh... Maybe it sounds like she's, you know, she doesn't care either way about whether she gets her voice back or not because she's learned to adjust. Is that about the emotion I'm getting out of that? Yeah, she she points at you and goes, and it uh, like points and like vigorously points. Oh, okay. (laughs) And you have no idea whether that means yes or no. Well, I mean, what what's her facial expression? She like approval or disapproval or she, she's smiling, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, whatever we do with it, got to get there first. Yeah. And you can see piercing over the horizon a large pyramid coming into view. It looks like it's made out of gold and it's got a nice gradient of like yellow to orange gold just kind of like just a very slight gradient um and it's got um very stark black uh lines for where the bricks were laid and there is a cyan and magenta gradient that kind of like pulses through it every now and then and as you're pulling up to it you can tell that this thing is just massive it is towering like way above you although it's not so much like a tower because it is a pyramid but you do need to crane your neck to see the top damn that's a really big pyramid 
and as you're getting closer to it, um, there is a group of people out in front. You, I was looking up things, and it's like, hey, do you wanna do you wanna get a the the, the, the monster manual? Do you wanna buy the monster manual? Maybe I don't wanna buy the monster manual. I should have thought this out a little bit better, but uh, you, you, I got a rock in my brain, and it's telling me. To shit post at all times. Oh boy. Oh boy, this is this one's this one this one is horrifying. But not for the cool reasons. But for the reasons that I have uh, a rock in my brain <laughs> and I don't know how to use it. Um okay. Alright, 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 alright. So out in front of the pyramid you see five other dudes. You see a weird-looking puppet creature with long arms and legs, and he looks like his entire body is made out of, like, a one giant scarf, and he's got a weird-ass mask on him. You, you see a cyborg devil-looking creature with a gigantic beard. Uh, you see uh, the dragon dude that you stole <laughs> the motorcycle from. He has somehow shown up. Uh, he can fly. No, he can't fly, actually. He has a tattered one wing. Someone picked him up. He got an Uber. Yeah, he got an Uber. Uh, you see a little robot friend, and he's like a little cube. He's like, just like a floating cube. Cab. And, um, then you see a masked creature that looks like a, like a cobra. And, like, the whole body is, like, in a shroud. And the shroud itself looks like it's a snake. Oh, well, look, that guy that we stole the bike from showed up. Uh, hey, Rad, do you know any of these other people? Uh, uh not really, not, not, uh, except for Draxard and his, um, robot thing. A little cube thing is his? Yeah, the cube thing is his. Is Draxard the dragon? Yes, 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 yes. Cool, because we kind of stole his bike absolutely and he sees the bike coming up over the horizon and he immediately wants to fire at you guys but um his gun's still jam no no it's not he fixed that um but the other people uh standing there actually like hold him back and like tell him to put down the gun you can't really hear their voices you're a little bit too far back well 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 looks like they're all working together huh and you finally pull up pull up to the pyramid. There's a couple of statues um of some cool ass looking lions. Like you know how the lion statues are in front of buildings? It's like that, but they have sunglasses on. Nice. Cool. It it Draxard immediately is like You better fucking give me back my bicycle. My wheels <laughs> cannot be tamed by your filthy hands, you you cowards. Well, it looks like we were riding it just fine. So, uh, I think that proves you wrong. You're ruining her engine! Do you even know how to brake properly? No, but you can What's a have break? it back. Why would you want to brake it? I'm imagining in the background, <laughs> the motorcycle is just in front of the... Because I assume you know how to slow down, you just don't press the accelerator. It, the, the motorcycle is still on and trying to go into the pyramid. It's just, <laughs> it's just like next to the pyramid, it's just kind of like sidling around in a circle and hitting the, <laughs> the 
goes around and just kind of like. Wow. As he just like goes into the distance. Still on. You, you have to turn it off! Yeah, I don't need it anymore. Uh, they give it back to me! No. A- and the puppet creature uh, comes up in front of him like, Come down, Draxard. We'll have plenty of opportunities to play with them inside. Oh, you're one of those schmucks that thinks this is all a game, eh? Life is a game, sweetheart. And if you're no, not- No, life is life. Oh, that's very rude to interrupt me, but life is a game, and if you're not playing it right, then you're losing. Well, there's going to be probably a lot of life losing in this here pyramid, because I assume it's filled with traps, so. I wouldn't have it any other way, darling. Is <laughs> Kefka fucking ass? Yeah, he he's definitely got that Kefka-esque cock. Is that why they named him Kefka? Well, okay, my first thought was actually Dementio, but... Yeah, D- D- Dementio, there's definitely a lot of hints of Dementio in there. A lot of spicy uh, Dementio. Dementio with clown removed. The, clown, the clown's been absorbed into his body. He, he's full clown, but he does, doesn't show it. <laughs> I see. The clown will come out. Don't say that. That sounds really <laughs> ominous. And the entrance of the pyramid sparks into life and there's literal sparks coming out like like almost like a WWE uh entrance walk thing. Oh god, is is Vince, Vince whatever his Vince fucking McMahon. name is gonna walk out in that ill fitting suit Vince all Mc, old man wide leg and then they're gonna shove Vince McMahon's face into the asshole of another wrestler. You can't fake that on television. What? Is, is that what they do in WWE now? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> I forgot it. I was gonna say Vince Vaughn, but I was like, no, that's a comedian. <laughs> I forgot his name. Did, yeah, yeah, hold on. Did they shove... Well, well, I looked up Vince McMahon ass, and there's actually several instances where Vince McMahon... Pulls down his pants on live TV. Wow. Oh, okay. That's, that's... This is a lot that's more interesting so than I thought. There are several instances. Look at all these instances of people <laughs> kissing his ass. And it's not porn. I'm pretty sure that someone who writes for the WWE has the fetish for that, though. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in any case, let's move on. Let's move on from this before things get weird. And gross! More gross than they already are. So yeah, so the so the fucking pyramid lights up like a WWE light show. And out from the entrance, what struts out is a uh, is a cardboard cutout of of a male sphinx with a mane and stuff. It's it's a cardboard cutter cutout, and it's like on a uh, a little tiny motorized robot. It's just coming out at entrance. Like, very, very slowly. And out from the top of the pyramid, you hear a big explosion of fireworks. And then uh, something is rocketing down like a giant fireball. 
and then the sparks fly out on either sides and it looks like gigantic wings of fire and sparks and fireworks. And then it reaches the bottom of the pyramid and explodes into a gigantic fireworks display. And coming out of the smoke is this guy. <laughs> oh fuck. What? An edgelord. Oh, my Discord stopped responding. The, the Mandro Sphinx is too strong! He came down the pyramid and destroyed my Discord! Ah! Fuck! <laughs> yeah, uh, can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay then, that's awesome! Um, my Discord's not responding, but it's still working. Cool. The Mandro Sphinx poses with his arms up! He's got a scooter next to him, and he's got these uh, very fine suit, but the arms of the suit are cut off, and he's got boots that have high heels and big gold sunglasses with uh, tapered edges. It's very clearly like the body of a lion, head of a person with giant mutton chops. I, I, I should mention he has, he's got big old mutton chops. And the suit has a big fur poof to it. Also a lion's tail. Huh. What is up, my challengers? You have come to the Madro Sphinx's Pyramid of Trials. I hope you are ready. Because waiting at the top for one of you is the chance to find and use the legendary MacGuffin! Cool. Sure, uh, ready. Yeah, uh, how's, how does this work? I'm so glad you asked. You will be participating in my trials. Your first trial will be to pass through my first riddle gate. Oh, yeah, I guess you are a sphinx, aren't you? Sphinxes are all about riddles. Riddles are indeed my game, but I also enjoy combat! And he poses and flexes and sparks fly in the background. And I also enjoy adventure! And he poses again and more sparks fly in the background. So don't expect only to not only use your brain, you must also use your muscles! And he poses again and sparks fly in the background. What if I don't got those? You can also use your heart. And he poses real cutely, and sparks also fly in the background. <laughs> well, at least I'm not totally lost on at least one of those accounts. It, uh, yeah. It's whack. Yeah, shit's whack. You guys can still hear me. Yeah. And my Discord yeah. is like white. Huh. Uh, it's not in light mode. <laughs> it's not in light mode. <laughs> This is just joking. It's so bizarre. There is something about this fucking world that just destroys my computer. Uh. Last time, uh, everything got all robotic because the connection got all weird. And this time, it the moment I uploaded the Mandro Sphinx picture, Discord just stopped responding. It was just like, whoa, oh, 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 oh this is too much for me. He's cursed. First, uh. Yeah, the first trial, you have to go through one of his real gates. And after that, you must go through 
my maze. Inside you'll find a maze that is unlike any maze that you've ever seen before. It has traps and secrets all around. If you can get to the center first, you might have an advantage over your fellow combatants. Because in the next part, you will have to compete and make your way out. Huh. And, That's exciting. And in the final room, you must defeat me in combat. And then he poses again. Sparks fly out everywhere. Only then can you prove yourself worthy to obtain the MacGuffin. And then sparks fly out. And then there's like a... 3D holographic image of what you can only assume is the MacGuffin, and it's like some weird, ever-shifting geometry-looking thing that's like, it's like a 3D form of, um, of like a fractal, like, like one of those mathematical fractal images. So that's what it really looks like? It Just is kind of like tilting my head at it. It is a vague approximation of its true form. And he poses again and sparks fly out. Huh, okay. Interesting. Some rules about the game. Please do not destroy anything inside the pyramid. That does not sp ex explicitly say that you can destroy it. And no cheating. And what constitutes cheating? Basically, don't be a dick. And he poses again and the sparks fly out. And they spell out, don't be a dick. And uh, there's a frowny face. <laughs> huh. Okay. Uh, so that means we can't kill each other? I never said that. And, and he, 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 he takes off his glasses a little bit, gives a big wink, and he's like, but that would suck, so don't die. I mean, if you kill each other, you're kind of being a dick to the person you're killing. Only death through honorable combat. Be cool to each other. And he gets on his scooter, kind of like kick flips it around, uh, does a wheelie on it somehow, and it rockets off up the pyramid. And in a big fireball, he like shoots up off the top, does a does a cool flip, and disappears inside the pyramid. And the there's a gigantic, massive door that folds open. Uh, like all the bricks just kind of like fall to each side of the pyramid, revealing a gigantic gate. Alright. Well, let's go then, I guess. Let's do this. Let's get that McMuffin. Hey, welcome to episode 27 of Chronicles of Starlight! I uh, hope you're enjoying these cute little uh, romps through uh, cyberpunky synthwave land. Um... Not much is going on with me, but I want to give you a little perspective on, like, uh, how far out it takes for me to, like, record the episode and edit it. I'm looking at, like, date modified for the audio of, um, this episode. Five months ago. I recorded this five months ago. I'm just now recording it and hopefully gonna... Uh, publish it today. Eh, maybe not. Uh, I need to make music for it. That's the big um, s setback, I'd say, right now. Um, is like making uh, good hot tunes, hot jams for um, my spicy 
podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys have been jo- enjoying the uh, podcast, uh, it would be great if you left me a review on iTunes or wherever you find this podcast and comments. And uh, you can also tell people about the podcast. Tell people about Chronicles of Starlight. Please. Uh, it's the only way that uh, the podcast will really be able to grow. Um, even now, I'm like posting on my social media being like, hey guys, I have a podcast. And then people are still like, wait, you have a podcast? Like, yes! How many times have I posted about this? Uh, many times. Yes. In any case, um... You can support me on Patreon at Chibi Cheese Puff, uh, patreon.com slash Chibi Cheese Puff. Um, I think I'm gonna add a couple more things to the Patreon thing. Uh, we'll see. I got something planned. We'll see. Um, but if you guys like the music, I will for sure, like, try to make that available. I try to post it on, um, my Tumblr but uh, I might I might do something where you can download all the music if you are a supporter on Patreon. You know, I think that's fair. Any case, uh, I'm gonna let you get back to the podcast. Um, it's looking like uh, again two weeks from now, uh, 29th might be the next episode, possibly. I never really know. It, yeah, things happen. Either the 29th or the 6th of October 2019. I I should make that clear. (laughs) Either the 29th of September or the 6th of October will be next episode. Anyways, uh, thank you for listening. Bye for now. (laughs) Mm, Delicious McMuffins. Yes, that's exactly what, what, what he was saying. I think Foxfire is the one to get the MacGuffin first. He's going to turn it into an egg McMuffin, isn't he? Yeah. Well, the MacGuffin turns into whatever you need the most. So even if I got, uh, even if I went to get the MacGuffin and I wanted my dad, it, it may not even give me that. Oh, okay. This is one of those magic items that differentiates wants and needs okay yeah it's a little weird well i at least it prevents us from accidentally getting a mcmuffin i don't even know what that is but it sounds edible (laughs) you guys go into a large chamber oh let's see how many it was 10 of you there's 10 of you in there and there's a big number in the chamber area, and it scrolls up to ten, and they're kind of like, ding, 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 ding! Now, now creating dungeon for ten players. And it, uh, two doors open up on each side. And that, yeah, and that opposing group walks over to that other door on the far side of you, and Draxard looks back, glares at you, puts his gauntleted claws to his eyes, and it points at you. What, like in an I'm watching you kind of gesture, or what? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, I do the same thing. Kind of, like, shakes his head with a 
big grimace. He's like, and he does it again, but with more force and like shakes his finger kind of like at an angle like, at you. And then like the, a makeup artist. <laughs> what? No, not like a makeup artist. I don't even know what, what you're trying to picture that you're trying you know, to know the finger waggle. Oh, God, no, not like that. Oh, dang it. <laughs> more more forceful and angry and um, threatening. An angry makeup artist. And the, uh, the, the, the cyborg devil creature thing is, like, getting, his, getting Drakstar's shoulder and just trying to, like, move him towards the door. <laughs> I flip him off and I motion for the rest of us to go in. Is everyone else already just, like, in the door? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too busy trying to intimidate this dumbass. I mean, what are we doing? Let's go! It, it, it's bravado. You, 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 there's honor in combat, okay? And you come into the first uh, riddle gate. Uh, before you guys got in there, into the whole dream world, Rad had told you about the riddles that were for their dungeon challenge. And it's very clear that these are different riddles. So... Like, like, I wanted to make sure that, like, Rad wasn't just, like, leaving out information for you guys. Like, he tried to prepare you the best he could for this whole thing. But, like, uh, he, he can't prepare for things he doesn't know that would happen. So, basically that. Um, the riddle... Uh, well, okay, well, you come into the room, and it has the Mandro Sphinx as a statue, uh, holding out... His hands and big old paws all open and uh, there's a plaque next to it that says, I am the source of pain. Cowards will use in vain. In my absence, there is peace again. Again. It's supposed to be pronounced again, but but that sounds dumb. In my head, it sounded better. <laughs> so cowards use in vain and in my absence, there's peace. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rad... Is this one of those things where you have, like, one guess or you you fail? Uh, no. I'm pretty sure you can guess a couple of times. Like, I, 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 I guess it gets harder as you go in. Okay. All right. Um, can you, can you repeat the riddle again, what the plaque says, please? Yeah, let me just paste it in chat. Okay. That will, that would be helpful. And I will have you guys know... I am rolling for the opposing team. You guys are basically on the clock, but not like literally time-wise, but more like chances-wise, you know? I see. The longer you take to complete these challenges, the more difficult that you can assume it's going to be. I fucking suck at riddles, so like, I have no idea. Um, well, I think I have an idea what it could be. I could Google it, but that would be lame. No, you can't really Google these. Except for maybe, like, one riddle that I have planned. Homebrew riddles. Yeah, these are some homemade riddles. Is it money? But, like, not as a real guess. Not talking... You, you don't know unless you try. I'm conversing with friends. Yeah. Um, I think it's a violence, actually. Because yeah. cowards... You usually don't want to use violence. Violence is a source of pain, and without violence, there's peace. But I guess it could also be something related, like war or something like that. 
It's being a nice guy, TM. <laughs> is is incels the answer to at least one of these riddles? No. No, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, guys, do we do we want to submit violence as a guess or do you have a better guess? I have no idea. Well, my question is how do we like submit the answer? I guess we say we say it in character. We could also ask Rad, because, I mean, he was in here before, and he should know how. I would assume you verbally speak it aloud, but if not, he probably knows. Um, hey, Rad, do you know? Kitar is actually, like, looking up and down the statue and, like, uh, inspecting it and, like, like, feeling for mechanisms and stuff. And she's actually pointing to the open hands. See, it's physical. Huh. I go inspect the open hands. I mean, they're they're open, all right, and it's clear that there are um, it's clear that the arms are able to move down. There's like a joint in the shoulder area. Can I try to push down the arm? Uh, it it, it kind of gets a little bit stuck. You feel like there's um a little bit of resistance as you're pushing down, but it's not like you're pushing on like a stone statue. It's it's like there's there is a mechanism in there. Is it like? A hinge, or is it like a ball and socket? It's more like a hinge, because a ball and socket would imply that it can do 360 degree motion. Yeah. Damn it. I was really hoping we could make him do the I had to do it to him pose. <laughs> no, Emily! Well, I mean, if it's, a, if it's just a hinge, then we can't. Anyway, um, maybe we need to put something in its hands. Which means that the answer to the riddle has to be something physical, I guess. So I thought the answer was violence, but uh. what if? What if? One question: Do we have our weapons on us? Oh yeah, I would hope so. What if we put our weapons in their hands? That would make most sense. I would I would suggest that as a, a try to try it. Let's try it. Can't can't talk. All right. Uh, so what weapons are you putting on there? Uh, my sword. Well, I mean, you have two swords, so... Both swords. Both swords, okay. The arms move down a bit. Okay, uh, is that a good or a bad thing? You can see that the statue, uh, is slowly smiling as it, the arms move down. But it's not like a creepy smile. I, I don't know how it, it couldn't be a creepy smile. It's pretty, it's pretty creepy. A knowing smile? A knowing smile, yeah. Small but knowing Sphinx statue. Yeah. Not small at all. Just knowing. I put my dagger on the hand. Yep. That also worked. So do we all have to give up our weapons? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I take out my short sword and I put it on the statue. Yeah. Uh, Rad is putting his gigantic broadsword skateboard onto the statue. And... Oh, man. What did I have for Kitara? <laughs> Uh yeah, she she takes out her um her key her her key tar and kinda like looks at it and like kinda looks up and she places it onto the hands. She looks very, very nervous now. What happens next? The hands grab all the weapons and the statue plunges into the ground, revealing the way forward. Oh boy! Oh fuck! Well, there goes our weapons, I guess. She's extremely nervous now. She's just, uh, 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 like, uh, holding her head, just like, 
looking around. Okay, guys, I still have my orbs. <laughs> I uh, kind of just put a hand on Kitara's shoulder and it's like, hey, it'll be okay. Yeah, Rat is also doing that. Not not to diminish your kind gesture, but yes. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, I am just a stranger, so... <laughs> Yeah. I'm not sure how much that really means coming from... Okay. Well, guess I'm using only unarmed strikes for this session. Yeah, well, you're a monk, so you're a lot better off than a lot of these people. Yeah, sorry, Luthmus. Okay. Really glad they that the statue didn't require me to cut off my hands. <laughs> there we are. Okay. Nap time. It's nap time? No, it's not. So you are in the maze now. The, wow. The the door for the riddle gate closes behind you. And how this is going to work is I am going to be moving at the same time you guys are moving, but I will only move whenever one of you guys move, basically. Oh no, where'd Akka go? Huh? Akka disappeared from roll 20. Oh, there they are. Never mind. So you guys are going to move uh, forward. The Raven Queen is still there. Huh? <laughs> oh, 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 whoops, whoops. You guys are on the wrong page. There you are. Yeah. Yeehaw. Start. Where am I? The bottom. You're in the bottom corner. Bottom left or bottom right? Bottom right. right. Oh, I found it. Yay. Yeah. You guys are going to be able to, uh, each square is five feet, and you guys are going to be able to move forward based on your movement speed and all that. Um, And I will reveal the maze as you go on. I tried to make it so that, um, excuse me, as, that as you move forward, I would change the, uh, change the maze behind you, but I couldn't figure out how to do that in roll 20. I feel like that would make, take way too much time. So you're just going to go through a maze and we'll see what happens, basically. Neat. I don't know how this is going to turn out. But I, I can't select my character. I can't either. Oh, oh. <laughs> blah, 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 That would be a good thing. Yay. Okay. So go ahead and start doing your movements. Um, For the listeners at home, they're just going through a maze. It's, it, 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 it's a golden maze with um hieroglyphics that look more like uh stick figures with, like, flexing poses everywhere instead of, you know, like... You know how they do, like, the flat pose in hieroglyphics? Instead, it looks like flexing. <laughs> and, and that's how it's, like, decorated all around. Uh, great. Yeah, it's great. Alright. Okay, so, um, so what, what, where are our options? Like, we're in this room, but, uh, can we go, you know, north, south? Well, I see an no, opening, not south. like, yeah. over here. Yeah, let me... Okay. It's kind of hard to tell. There is an opening up there, and there's an opening down there. Okay. We can go up or left, basically. Yeah. Okay, do we want to stick together, or do we want to split up? Uh, if we split up, I guess we can go for more ground, and maybe get to the center faster. Like, if at least one or a few of us get to the center, then we all have the advantage, I think. Hmm. Okay, so it sounds like maybe splitting up would be a good idea until one of us maybe hits a dead end or whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, how do we want to split things up? We got an uneven number of people. 
So we did end up with a group of three and a group of two at the most. Uh, it's like know, the mystery gang. Uh, me and Kitar should probably go together in, in whatever uh, group that we end up choosing. Yeah. Do you guys have a way to defend yourselves now that you don't have weapons? I was going to suggest you going with them. Yeah, because Luthmus doesn't have a weapon. Kitara doesn't have a weapon. Rad doesn't have a weapon. You can still do magic, Foxfire, and Abby can fight unarmed. Well, it's weird to talk to your, about yourself in the third person, but you know what? Eh. Rad is going to be okay with whatever plan we choose. Okay, well, uh, I guess I got, I got caught up in the moment. I think this place is doing weird things to my head. Anyway, yeah. Um, why don't we do... I'll go with you, Rad, and Kitara, and Luthmos and Foxfire can stick together. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, I'll take whatever way you guys don't take. Uh, I guess I'll go up, because I'm already standing there. Okay, so that means that we're going left. So the way I'm probably going to do this is I'm going to look down the passage first and make sure there's no, you know, obvious traps. And then I'll move up to my movement speed. Okay. So let me roll that. Would it be perception or investigation to check for traps? Perception. I always forget. Perception. Okay. Here we go. Big old chunky metallic die. That is a 14 plus 2 equals 16. You cannot see any traps down that hallway. All right. Sounds good. So I will move. Um, let's see. I have a movement speed of 40 feet per turn. So that means I can move up to eight spaces, if I recall correctly. Because mm -hmm. each space is five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm basically going to keep going forward until I hit a wall. And then I'll turn based on what directions I have. All right. But since I can't really see, then I'll just let you. All right, so it looks like I hit a wall 10 feet in. Yep. And then I'm guessing the only way I can go is up. Yeah. So it's 25. You like a black line there. Hmm? Uh, right here. I think oh, I mean yeah, here. Yeah, 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 sorry. Don't worry about that. Okay. All right. Um. So at 25 feet, and then... I'm guessing at the 30-foot mark, that looks like a dead end, 35-40. So that means that I stop right here. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking down another corridor after a turn. Cool. And I'm assuming Rad and Kitara will just follow behind me mm -hmm. as best they can. I don't know how fast they are without their uh, other stuff. Well, I mean, Kitara obviously moves the same amount, but I don't know about Rad without his skateboard. Mm, yeah, there we go. Okay. And you guys, rest the rest of the crew, rest of the crusty crew. Yes, the crusty crab. All right. Well, I guess I should probably take the lead. If you want, go ahead. Because I can fight. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't trust that noise. Go off here. Go ahead. There's a blue squig. Yeah, there's a blue squiggle over there. Yeah, it, it. There's gonna be a lot of bleed over of like things. It's not very like you know. Well made. <laughs> so you might get hints of things. Like, basically what you're seeing on the far end is, like, some blue energy kind of, like, glowing about. How about that? How about I... How about I mask my horrible, uh... <laughs> my horribly 
designed maze as a wonderfully designed uh, thing. <laughs> I mean, that's what DMing's all about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and part of DMing is not letting on to how um, how incompetent you are. <laughs> And rolling with the punches and not revealing that you're rolling with the punches. <laughs> I'm fine. Are you really? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Now to your guys' turn. Okay. Well then, let's keep going. So I go around this corner. So that's five feet. Uh can I roll another perception check, please? Yeah. That's a fourteen total. Uh basically you see in front of you a um a cyan sort of wall is glowing with energy. There's kind of like electricity sparking out or all around it. And there is an image of a electrical shaped dragon in it, but it's not doing anything. It's just kind of like sparking about passively. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go up to it. Um, now that I'm closer, uh, is it just kind of like a, is it like solid or is it like kind of translucent? Can I see the other side? You can see through it, uh, but you can't pass through it. it it's got like a force field kind of thing to it. Okay. Okay. Um, I try shouting, just not just to Brad and Chitara, but since I don't really know where the other two are, I, I'll just kind of shout at the top of my lungs, see if they can hear me too. And it's like, hey, there's a... Some sort of weird clear wall right here. I can't I can't get any further. You think we should go back? And Rad's just like, yeah, I assume there's gonna be oh, hold on, let, let me let, let me get further away from the mic for to really sell this. Yeah, you know, there's probably gonna be a lot of dead ends in here. But what if it's a portal? Well you can't uh you, you can't get in it. Oh. Yeah. Alright, well, turning back is no problem, because I still have movement speed. Yep. Uh, let's see, I had moved 15 feet, so 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, so I'm back at the little T-section with the dead end. Yeah, and they're going to be moving back, and your guys' go. Let's move Okay, it. reveal to me. Okay. Yeah, and you're on the other side of that plasma door now. Yes, I have one more movement speed. Right. Yeehaw. Oh, uh, is it my go now? Nope. Uh, you hear a noise coming from the other, completely other side of the maze. And let's see. And a, a noise really, really, really close to you. A very, very loud sound. Uh, sounds like the earth is shaking. And... There sounds like something moving close by to you, and then a chunk. Oh boy. But you can't see- I don't see. know what that is. Yeah, you can't see what happened. And let me reveal some more area for you, because you're in that area. There we go. Alright, you guys, it's turn. And the sound that it was coming from was over here, and I pinged the map. Oh boy. Oh boy. Direction was it? Uh, uh, it was here. Yeah. Yeah, it was there. Oh boy. I guess we need to go here. Akka, you're the vanguard. Go go get him, Foxfire Coon. Our turn again? Yep. Oh boy. Healing areas for you. Cool, that was my movement. Alright, cool. Yeehaw. Yeehaw! 
All right. Well then, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take a dash action because yeah, yeah, I need to catch up with everybody. You know what? You know what? Everyone else is gonna be dashing too. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yep, that catches me up with them. Okay. Awesome. You are very, very fast. This is very good. I'm the fastest. That's the point of being a monk. <laughs> oh yeah. And um you hear another sound coming from uh somewhere and it, it kind of sounds like a prize opening sound, like Pachew! it's way off in the distance, like far, far away, but it's echoing through the hallways. I don't like that. Me no Nike. You hear okay. a weird noise, a crackling energy noise. Uh, Akka Foxfire is able to hear something coming from that area. Ooh, just like that. Um, but. Then you hear a roar coming from this area, from far, far, far behind you. Like, there, there is a crackling noise, like, right next to you, but the big roar is coming from way behind you. And you hear an announcer voice come overhead. Someone has released the dragon. Prepare yourself. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Who is the fucker that released the dragon? It's probably Dementio. You know, let, let me go up and let me see who who actually revealed it for you. Well, hot damn, you, you you're you're a good guesser. It was Dementio, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but yes, now you have something. There is something in this maze, other than players. Now, congrats. Things are gonna get a little bit more interesting. Oh boy. Danger, danger, high voltage. Be careful, kids. There's a dragon roots in the maze. Hopefully nothing too shocking happens next time on Chronicles of Starlight. <laughs>